Kia ora tafana, and welcome to the sixth episode of the back catalogue of Coffee Time Theology. This is an episode where we discuss change uh, related to the change in alert levels uh, in New Zealand at the time. So I hope you enjoy. Kia ora everyone and welcome to this, our sixth episode of Sunday Gathering Butter Podcast. Uh, I'm Stu and with me as always is the wonderful Grace. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about change. It's now been a week at Alert Level 3, where a few extra businesses and things have been open. The note that we've been having about Alert Level 3 is that it's more about allowing some more economic activity while keeping people sort of at home in their own bubbles as much as possible. Yeah, so we've been in Alert Level 3, which for us, uh, delivering uh, food parcels and doing emergency welfare hasn't seen a huge difference, really, apart from the fact that, as mentioned before, we can get coffee, which... Huge difference. Huge difference. That just changes Um, the quality of our lives. Yeah, so so much. I mean, we have, like, okay coffee at home, but I think there's something about... A good coffee that you didn't make. Yeah, yeah. And just, mmm. It's just, like it's like dinner you didn't have to cook, you know? Yeah. It's just that special something, even if, you know, it's of dubious quality. Dubious. Well, no, it was, but it was good it coffee. It was good coffee. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the thing. So, Grace, how's the last week been? It's, it's been pretty good. You know, we've seen lots of hopeful communication from people around, you know, maybe extending their bubble just a little bit to include one or two more people. Hearing about people going to check in on their parents in person instead of just checking in on them over the phone just to see how they're doing. And um, that's made a huge difference for a lot of people and their mental health. Yeah, definitely. And for us, we've had some assignments to do because on top of everything else, Grace and I are studying right now. And, you know, when you you read an assignment or say something you have to do and you look at it and you're like, yeah, cool, I'll come back to this later. And then you get closer to the deadline and you sit down to do it and be like, oh, that's a bigger job than I thought it was when I put it aside. That's probably been the uh, story of my week, which has been fun. You know, it's been something we've just been working on on the side. But that's not what actually this podcast is about. It's not um, Stu's poor planning. This is about, you know, sharing some thoughts for discussion and all of that. So, Grace, what rhythms of life do you think you miss the most at the moment under that levels four and three? Uh, I think for me, the ones that I miss the most are... The ones that involve going out and other people. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because that's the thing that's changed. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing we can't yeah. do. So things that mean the community gathers together, like church and like our drop-in that we run, and also things like um, my dancing classes that I normally go to. Mm. Those are the things that I really have been missing out because they form a huge part of the rhythm of my week normally. Mm. And without them, I fall into my little introvert bubble a little bit too much. A little bit too much? I think for me, um, it's the the random interactions that aren't planned, but we try to create space in our calendar to happen, even though you can't plan them. We choose um, in how we, how we structure our work to have room for someone to pop in and talk, catch up. You know, those kind of things that are more spur of the moment organized as opposed to like something rigid in the in the calendar. Those are the things that I think I'm missing the most because it's that I should go catch up with this person. I wonder if they're free. Or even like popping into uh, one of the cafes that we frequent and just the conversation where you're catching up with the barista or with the person serving and just those little interactions. Oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How's things going? I think those are the things that I'm... Yeah, so bumping into people at the supermarket has been, you know, actually quite nice and just have a little chat and catch up with how people are doing from an appropriate 
physical distance. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Gotta slide that in there. Gotta slide that in there. Okay, so what, um, in terms of like the rhythms, the newer rhythms, or the rhythms that we've removed from our lives, what changes to our rhythms do you think we want to keep? Well, I've really appreciated the intention to have a family walk or bike ride every afternoon. That doesn't mean it actually happens every afternoon, but the fact that there's always the intention to, and their circumstances mean that we can't. That's been a nice rhythm. That means that more often than not, uh, there's that time spent as a family doing some exercise or mm. something like that. Yeah. Which gets a little bit frustrating because our bikes are bigger and we want to go faster than the six-year-old does, but... You know, we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah, we're getting there, getting there. I think similarly, you know, working with the son to come up with a, a school routine. Like, we sat down because he wanted a routine and got out my whiteboard. Which, you all know how Stu loves his whiteboard. Yeah, I really do love my whiteboard. If you don't know that I love whiteboards, I love whiteboards. Uh, actually, quite a big sacrifice to uh, to not be able to use it because it's got Jesse's schedule on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I went to use it when I was brainstorming something the other day, and I was like, oh, I can't. Jesse will be so upset if I raise... Anyway, so we sat down to the schedule, and in the schedule, it's like first thing in the morning, right before breakfast, I'm just written down that me and Jesse will do stretches, kind of something similar to yoga, and that's actually quite nice to have a thing that we do or intend to do, because some days it doesn't happen. But anyway, that's a really cool rhythm that um, might need to look a little bit differently as life changes and um, we have less uh, less time in the morning because of having to get up to go to things and not mm-hmm. able to just roll out, you know, slowly have our stretches and have our breakfast and get dressed and then brush our teeth and then it's like after nine o'clock and you're like, okay, cool, let's start school stuff and head to the work we need to do. That's obviously probably not sustainable in terms of real life schedules real life schedules or more things but like something like that i think would be really cool to keep which is a it's a good change Mm. i feel and so that brings the word change that's what we're talking about uh i've been struck a lot recently by the uh current campaigns pushes and conversations that are happening on on things like social media or or in the news or even in in people's conversations to fundamentally change how we operate kind of to change how how we exist because there are calls for some pretty big stuff uh for our economy to perhaps be more environmentally friendly Mm -hmm. you know there's a small example is businesses are finding that actually using video conferencing works. And maybe we don't need to fly around the country as much as people do. And also with that uh, changing maybe how people meet, there's also calls to, you know, modify our supply chains and modify Mm. how businesses work and where they get stock from to become more local and to support more of the local business that happens in New Zealand. I've even seen some uh, commentaries on how we should be taking the opportunity to change some of the like basic structures of living in New Zealand, working in New Zealand, you know, the the, the things that are just so fundamental that they're they're just there. So an example of this was tax. Mm. You know, like this this idea that how we tax businesses and how we deal with uh, income tax and all of these things. There's just starting to be some some commentary around maybe this is a time for us to address uh, wealth inequality because we're seeing the haves and the have-nots quite obviously um, through this time. There's also, you know, conversations around our tourism where we have international focus because we also have local focus um, or even how our welfare system works, you know, big building block stuff. 
There's been discussions about like the universal income that I've seen and that, you know, that would change fundamentally how our whole welfare system works and like at the very base of our society, it would change everything. Yeah. And we're not necessarily supporting any of these things. These are just, it's it's fascinating to see all of these different, you know, we could change this, we could change this. And I don't know if we've really done the, the research or, or any of the long-term effects. There'll be heaps of different opinions. But I think the what strikes me at the moment is this. There is a massive willingness to consider change at the moment. Yeah. So normally, you know, there's there's actually the almost the complete opposite. The default is resistance. You know, the the default is resistance to change. It's not, here's an idea, it's like, okay, well, this is why we shouldn't do it. Well, what's wrong with what we have now? And I I don't know, maybe it's just the places I hang out online or the uh, people that I'm friends with. And there's these these groundswells of Mm. support for change. I think the thing that strikes me is they're not, it's not support for the specific thing. It's support for changing what we currently have that's not working. There's a, a willingness to examine what we're doing and think about why we're doing it and sort of reevaluate what we need to do when things start back up properly again. Hmm. And so so that kind of leads us into what why we wanted to talk about change today is that I mean, if we just step back, who would have thought six weeks ago that, you know, government announcement, you have to fundamentally change how you work, live, breathe. And people would for the most part be like, Yep, okay. That makes sense. Let's do it. The fact that people have actually just gone on and be like, you know what, this is a change and I'm going to accept that this change and there's going to be pain and there's going to be frustration, but it's a change that I need to accept. It's just been really interesting. Mm. Um, I don't know if we could have predicted. You know, like if we looked forward and be like, hey, we're going to be asked to change all of this stuff, the response probably wouldn't have been great. I don't know, actually. It's hard to... We can take um, New Zealand's response to this and compare it to the response people in other countries have had. And we can think New Zealand has such a different future for the rest of this year because of this last six weeks than what the rest of the whole world is looking at. And I think that's hugely a hugely hopeful fact. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because of, because of our sort of, you know, we can do it. Let's all muck in and do it together. We can change. We mm. can change. Jacinda Ardern's been referring to us as a team of 5,000 and... 5 million. 5 million. 5,000. 5, would be a very small country. Yeah. A team of 5 million. I mean, 5 million's still a small country. Isn't it? <laughs> but it's a much bigger team. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I think, really helped to sort of cement everyone's awareness that we're all working together. Hmm. So we're going we're gonna to look at the Bible. Perhaps look in the Bible. Not just yeah, look at it. Not just look at the Bible. Uh, we there had it is. a over there. <laughs> yeah, look at it. It's got a nice binding. We thought we could look at the Israelites. So specifically, change, right? Big change, fundamental, massive change. Um, and we're going to look at the Israelites coming out of Egypt. So the Israelites are in Egypt and they're slaves and. That's not a pleasant place to be. And God hears the people and hears that they are suffering. And he calls up Moses and there's the whole let my people go incident. And then they get out of Egypt and there's the whole parting of the Red Sea. And it's a whole big thing. And then they find themselves outside of Egypt and now in the place where they have to create their new society and the new rules for the society. And they don't know what to do. And so they just sort of mill around for a while talking about it. And Moses takes it to God and God says, all right, 
Here's some basic rules. But while Moses was up talking to God about it, the Israelites came up with their own sort of plan and made what's called a golden the golden calf. We presume it was golden and shaped like a calf. Um, otherwise, it's a terrible otherwise name. Otherwise, that's a terrible name. <laughs> but then, <laughs> so, the golden calf, also referred to as the brass donkey, you know, like, <laughs> it would just be an awful... <laughs> anyway, it's not Anyway, good. yeah. So that was... <laughs> That was their representation of God, and they decided to to worship this golden calf. And so Moses comes down from the mountain, and he's all, what are you doing? That's wrong. Stop. Possibly a little bit more passionately than that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the golden calf is a good place for us to to stop in the recap. Yep. Uh, Because I think this is an example, right, Mm -hmm. of the Israelites of humanity trying to deal with a fundamental change in their own understanding. Yeah. You know, this this idea of being, okay, everything's changed. We were slaves. We've been pulled out of Egypt, released, rescued, whatever, liberated. There you go. Liberated from oppression in, in Egypt. And then they've gone on and, you know, they're going to found a nation. You know, they're wandering the desert. They're in, they're in Exodus. And they're just trying to figure out at this point, what do we do? You know, and Moses goes up and goes, God, can we have some rules? Because... I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just don't know. I feel there needs to be some boundaries, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's probably not the exact conversation. But, you know, we just need some understanding of how we can honor you and how we can do right by you. And and the Israelites are just sitting there and they're like, you know what? We're really grateful for what God has done in our life. And so we're going to we're gonna say thank you to God. But they do it in the old way. They do it in the way that they know. Yeah. They do it in the... Like, this fundamental change has happened, and they're like, well, the, the Egyptians made idols and for their gods. At the, at the idols. You know, and, and, and people do this, and so we, we, could, we could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're trying to deal with this fundamental change without going to God and without, I guess, having God involved in that conversation. Yeah. And just being like, oh, we've, we've got to implement something, something we haven't had before. Maybe something that looks like it used to to give us some comfort, but it's 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 us trying to deal with the change. It's humanity trying to deal with the change. And they, well, they don't, it doesn't end well. You know, um, Moses comes back down from the mountain and it's just kind of like, what are you doing? This isn't God. This is a golden cow or a brass donkey. Probably the golden golden cow. Probably the okay, golden. Not the brass donkey. Well, and anyway. Technically a calf. Yeah, so, well, isn't a calf just a baby cow? Yes. So, golden cow. But it's more specific. Okay, <laughs> all right. The okay. golden cow, you know, and I guess the moral of that story, when we look at it, is that, that this idea of, like, so when we're dealing with change, we probably probably should include God in, in, in what we're doing so we don't repeat the mistakes of our fathers, our forefathers, our... Ancestors. It's anytime we're we're stepping forward into something new, it's so tempting to just to to rely on what has worked before or what worked last time or what we've seen work for somebody else mm. um, instead of you know sitting down and thinking about it and inviting God to be part of building a solution that works for this moment and this time and these people. It's just a really interesting thing to consider when looking at, at change. You know, and so it brings us to this this point in our, um, I guess, our collective story of of churches and Aotearoa of churches worldwide of the Salvation um, Army, the Salvation Army, where we're we're at this point where everything 
everything just kind of a big pause button got pushed. Mm-hmm. And while it's been paused, we've figured out something else to do, you know, as an interim. Yeah. As a way to keep connected and keep some of the, the benefits of, of church family and church community going. We've had to, you know, pause what we normally do and do something else. And now we're starting to to get the conversation where we can be awesome. How do we actually go back? Mm. Should we go back or should what we go back to be be both? Can can what we're what we've been doing before now be enhanced by what we've learnt in this period of, of pause and this period of change? I wonder what it means, like for us as we're about to enter this this next season, what it means to to invite God into our, our conversations about what comes next. Mm. You know, about not not throwing out what we had. It's, it's you know, we're, we weren't in slavery before. <laughs> it's not well, in some ways, some might call it a release from oppression of, of workload. You know, there's this pause of people's lives being just hectic. As we go into something new, what does it mean for us to consider can God speak into it and birth something cooler? Can what we're doing somehow impact more people than before? Because now we've learned new ways of doing things or new ways of communicating. Hmm. Can there be more of us connected in, um, in a church community that doesn't have to look like uh, what it did six weeks ago? That doesn't mean it has to look different either. It's, it's this kind of this weird thing of like, we can go back to what we had. We could also go back to what we had with a little bit of something extra. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of where we're, we're sitting right now. We're in a, a season of, of change. We've been in a season of change and a season of willingness to change, which isn't always, always where we sit as, as people, as humans. And so we just wanted to, to share some, some questions uh, with you, our church community, our listeners, and, and hear some of your thoughts. You know, we'll we'll also be answering some of these questions next week, maybe. But we wanted to to leave you with some questions and an opportunity for you to feed back to us. What do you think? You know, what do you think about what church looks like post alert levels four, three, two, and one? You know, what is all post COVID? You know, what is what does church look like? What are the things that you're 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 wanting to just rush back into and grab a hold of? What are the things that you're not wanting to pick up so keenly? You know, there's there might be some things that you're like, wow, I wish we could this could be different. What are you really looking forward to? Yeah. And and why? You know, like what 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 do you miss? If you miss something, why do you miss it? I was thinking about this before. I'm g i am am gonna share one of my thoughts. Huh. I, even though I said I'd do it next time. I really miss pancakes. Pancake Sunday, that is. Pan- well, Pancake Sunday, yes. So for those of you who haven't been part of our regular church community, on the first Sunday of each month, instead of doing church, we do pancakes. We For church. For church. So we, we meet together the same as we normally do, except we've set up the building a little bit differently, and instead of a worship service, we sit together and we eat, and we share in our lives over the table, and... Uh, normally, one of one, either me or Stu just shares a, a little thought for the week, and it's just a, a monthly rhythm that we have that it actually is something we really enjoy doing. Mm. And so that that's something that I've been I've been genuinely missing mm. um, because it's a thing. It's a it's a like a monument's not the right word milestone. like a pillar milestone milestone in my month where it's like the first Sunday of the month. It's it's almost like a little reset button. For yeah. me, of being like, you know what, this week we're just going to have pancakes and catch up and share some thoughts and 
have a big like family meal mm-hmm. where we just eat pancakes and I get to spend um, some time just cooking pancakes, which is quite different than a normal Sunday morning prep. Yeah. Um, for me is like, you know, I just, I can just, I just go in and what I'm doing, I'm going to, I'm going to cook pancakes for people. You know, I'm going to make people food. And that's something that I've, I've really missed. And the why I think, you know, I've, I've just shared some of the why, but also just the opportunity to be like, hey, today's like not about any specific agenda. It's about family eating. You know, like we're going to have a little, a little mini party every, every month. It's about connecting with the, with our community and getting yeah. to know each other. Um, you know, and we've got some of the kids in our church family who like, they're just so excited. It's pancake day. And so that's one of the things I, I really miss. And it makes me think of why we, why we gather and why we do these things. And it's just a, for me, it's this right now is the season of again, we're, we're starting to have to, have to think about what we come into next. And so we've got these questions. What 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 do you want? What do you miss about uh, church gatherings? What would you what would you have loved to do over these last five weeks with our church family, with our community that you haven't been able to do, and why? Because we'd love to hear those ideas. We'd love to hear from you. You can you know you can Facebook us if you don't already follow us on Facebook. You need to look up Rolleston Salvation Army, and we're also on Instagram. As Salvation Army Rolleston, I think. Yeah, we flipped them for whatever reasons. reasons. Um, you could email us. Rolleston.core at salvationarmy.org.nz So for those of you uh, who aren't familiar with the, the military terminology, core is spelled C-O-R-P-S. So it's rolleston.core.s. At salvationarmy.org.nz. I just I just say that because if you emailed rolleston.core, it wouldn't go anywhere. No one will read it. And if you're part of a different worshipping community, but you've been listening to our podcast, uh, you can share your thoughts with us, or you could also share your thoughts with your regular minister. I'm sure that they would absolutely love to hear what you've been missing about being part of their church family over this time. And also, if you if you aren't part of a church community at all, but you've been listening to us, we'd love having you with us. And we'd love to hear about what you've been enjoying about this online community that we've been building and how we can keep using this medium to connect with you and help you in your faith journey. So with these questions that we're asking yourself, what are we missing? What do we want to see? What do we want to do when we get back together? We don't want to be like the Israelites, you know, who did this outside of God. You know, they did this themselves. They did this, this is what I've seen other people do. This is what blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to consider what's good for me or good for my soul or good for my relationship with God. I'm just going to look at what looks good for other people or what seems to be working for other people. We really want these questions and this reflection to be an opportunity for each of us to sit with God and sit with even those around us and just be like, hey, how do we connect with God? What are we missing? So as we start to think now about what our life is going to look like after all of this, as we start to think about, you know, a post-alert New Zealand, we each look at our, our rhythms, you know, our monthly rhythms, our weekly rhythms, our daily rhythms, and it gives us the opportunity now to think about what we've been doing during this time to bring us closer to God. You know, how do we include God in our daily lives? And how do we make sure that we can keep doing that as we move out of this time? How do we keep those rhythms going and keep that relationship with God getting closer and closer and closer instead of moving back into the busyness of our lives as they were before? Good questions. Good things for us to reflect on as we move forward. Mm.
be with us as we move into a season of rebuilding. As we move into a period of figuring out what normal is going to look like now. Be with us. Help to rebuild those things that need rebuilding. Help us to discard those things that need discarding. Help us to walk the path that leads toward you and ignore the wide path that leads away. Surround us with your love and your support as we move forward into the future with you. For those that are experiencing pain or anxiety through this time, Lord, we ask that you would surround them with your peace, with your love, and with your comfort. For those who are looking forward to moving into new things, into brighter futures, lead us in the path that is yours. In your mighty and powerful name we pray, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast, everyone. We really appreciate having you here with us. We're really looking forward to hearing your responses or your thoughts around our questions. Uh, So once again, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram or email. Um, And we'd love to hear from you. And we hope that over this next week, uh, you have an awesome week as you kind of look at the rhythms that you've implemented in your life and figure out what ones you want to keep and what you're looking forward to in terms of heading back to regular community gatherings. Catch you next time.